In this episode, I share a simple model to help you visualize your life vision to make sure that you get to do the things that are important to you every day. You're listening to The Remote Work Retirement Show, the only show that helps semi-retirees figure out their remote work options. I believe that remote work is the new retirement plan and that many retirees have both the ability and desire to work how they want so they can live how they want. Let's dig into episode 29. It's time for a brand new series. I'm so excited to bring this to you this whole month is all about defining your life vision and then living it every day. Now, that might sound really big and kind of weird and maybe not exciting to you, but stick with me because I'm going to give you both the inspiration as well as some practical tips to take this and turn it into reality. Now, at the time of these recordings, we are headed into a new year, and it's always a good time to clear out the old energy and usher in the new fresh energy. But the reality is you can do this process at any point during the year. And I actually encourage you to do this a few times a year, maybe even once a quarter. So if you happen to be catching these next few episodes at kind of a weird time of year, please know that this is not something you only do once a year or at the end of a year or a new year. You can do this at any point in time. Now, today's episode is all about setting the foundation. So as a reminder, the first episode of the month is the biggest one in terms of time and in terms of setting the stage, probably around 30 minutes. And today is all about being inspirational and setting the picture and giving you some of the foundations to actually implement what I'm going to teach today. And then the next episodes, week after week, will go deeper and give you more specific tips on how to actually implement this into your life. Now, this is going to be a bit of a departure from what I normally talk about on this show. This is called the Remote Work Retirement Show. So I talk a lot about remote work and get into things like resumes and LinkedIn and businesses and all that good stuff. But because we're at this time of year, I thought it was a good idea to take a step back and actually do something a little bit away from remote work. I wanted to do something that's a little bit more aligned with some of my counseling and coaching background. If you don't know me, if they're new to me here, I do have a background in career coaching, life coaching, and counseling. And I don't get to talk a lot about that stuff on this show because it is supposed to be about remote work. Well, if you like this, I might try sprinkling more of this type of content into the show. So what we're going to do today is we're going to use a model that I've been noodling on. It's my model, but I will say it's highly influenced by other models out there. And I'll talk about models in just a minute. Um, So I'm going to give you that model today. I'm going to walk you through how to apply it to yourself. And I'm also going to give you the option to not even use my model at all. Because one of the things I've found when you get into things like goal setting or life visioning exercises is there's a lot of things you can use out there. I wouldn't say that there's a best one or a worst one. I don't recommend any. I like to invent my own things, but you also might like to invent your own things. And so I give you the option today to go through the exercise with me using my model, but you could just at the end throw it out and do your own thing. 
Okay. So let me tell you what this is not going to be. We're not going to be setting goals. Now that might shock you, especially if you've been hanging around these parts for a while. I do like to set goals, but I feel like goal setting lately, maybe this is as I'm getting wiser in my years, I feel like goal setting comes with sometimes a bit of pressure. Sometimes it creates more anxiety or more, I guess, pressure is the word I just used, but pressure to have to perform, pressure to have to hit a goal or a target. And then if you don't do that, that somehow you failed. And so that's not what today is all about. We're not going to be setting goals and judging ourselves and you know beating ourselves up over meeting them or not meeting them. And there's a whole bunch of studies that talk about how goal setting doesn't work for everybody. So we're not going to do that. The other thing this isn't going to be is it's not going to be the whole live your best life rah-rah episode. I'm not going to do any kind of hype you up, pump you up. If, if you're into that, great. I, I love that. But I am really practical. And so while I am going to give you some tips for inspiration and creating this life vision, this is not one of these things where I'm just going to be your cheerleader and tell you, you know, you can do it. It's, it's not that at all. This is just a way to reset yourself. And by resetting, it's going to help create more intention around the things you want. That's all this is meant to do. And I find that what happens is it's so easy to, at the beginning of a year, let's say, set goals or set intentions and then, you know, run out and try to do things. And then as the year goes on, you get really bogged down in the day to day, right? You know, life happens and it's hard to always take something really lofty like a goal or intention and intention and somehow, you know, incorporate that into your day. And so all of the episodes this month are meant to start high level. And then by the end, we look at, so how do you actually do this on a daily basis instead of always getting lost in the minutia of every day? So that is how we're going to spend the next, I don't know, 25 minutes or so. Now, let me tell you about some other models out there because I've mentioned that even though I call this my model, Maybe this is going to sound familiar to you. Maybe you, as we go through this, you'll say, well, I don't know. It doesn't sound that original. Well, it's because my models are often based on research and other things I read, and then I like to tweak them and modify them. So let me give you some other examples. So if we look to something like positive psychology, that's a type of psychology out there, there is a model called, I think it's called like the the wheel, the five domains of life. So you might've seen this. This is where it looks like a circle or a series of circles. There's one circle in the middle, and I think they put the word like you or your personhood or whatever in the middle, and then around that, they have other circles, and in those circles, they have the domains of spirituality, family, health, community, and work. So that's a a nice model. If you like those categories and you like that model, you could go use that. I've looked at that one before. It doesn't quite resonate with me, but I think it's great. And then there are other models out there that get into, you know, six domains, all the way up to 12 domains. And domains are things like areas of our life. So for example, I just named like, for example, spirituality. For you, it might be religion or family. That's a very important domain for a lot of people or health, or community, like I just named. But some of these models get into all kinds of domains, like your leisure time could be a domain. Your social relationships could be a domain. Education could be a domain. These almost sound like values. Um, so those are some models where you know you, you could look at those and you could say, well, this one matches what I value, or I might 
take something from this model over here and something from that model over there and kind of make my own. So again, I just want to restate that the one I'm going to talk to you about today is a version of these things, but it's kind of my own. And you're welcome. I invite you to use it as is or kind of tweak it if you're like me. So the way I like to think about models is I like to boil them down to really simple things because if you get into a model that has six or seven or 12 domains, how the heck do you remember everything? And the point of models, just so you know, when you or a model or a framework, if you will, um, whatever word you want to use, a system, a process, the whole point of them is to make them easy so that you can remember them so that you can use them all the time. So you can imagine if you're trying to follow something that has 12 different domains and you're trying to follow all the little things every day that you're supposed to do or think about, that it's going to either get overwhelming or you're not going to follow it because it's just too much information. So I like to boil things down to be as easy as possible. So I want to start with my three domains and then I'll introduce to you a visual for you to use them. So my three domains boil down to these three things, self, health, and wealth. Self, health, and wealth. Now, it's nice that they rhyme. I like things that rhyme (laughs) or things that kind of, you know, all start with the same letter, right? But I feel like self, health, and wealth are pretty easy to remember. Now, inside of each of those, you could go down another level and you can come up with some other categories or values, which we'll get into in a moment. But it's so easy for me to walk around and think about on a daily basis, what am I doing for myself today? What am I doing for my health today? And what am I doing for wealth today? You could even just stop there and this model might be powerful enough for you. It's kind of powerful enough for me, but then there are other people who really like to get into the weeds. By other people, I mean my husband, Bryce, (laughs) and people like him who really want to know more. They're like, give me all the details. So to do that, I want to give you a visual or a metaphor. We're going to use the metaphor of a house. So I want you to picture a house. Now, again, when we're done with this whole thing, if you want to picture something else, totally up to you. If it's a boat for you, great. If it's an RV for you, great. If it's a theme park, great. It really doesn't matter. And maybe for you, none of those even make sense because that's not how you think. Maybe for you, it's a to-do list. Doesn't matter. I'm here for whatever type of learner you are, but I'm visual. So we're going to start with the visual metaphor and then have at it at the end. So I want you to think of a house and we're going to make this a really basic house, one-dimensional. You're going to think of this house as having a foundation. The foundation is going to be horizontal. It's going to be, um, you know, when you look at a house, it's the bottom of the house. It's the strongest part of the house. Then you're going to think about this house as having pillars that go up and down. And then at the top, there will be a roof. And that's it. There's not even any windows, no door, nothing fancy in this house. Really basic house because, again, I like to start off being as basic as I can. So I want you to get that picture in your mind. Now, before I go any further, this might feel a little like, wow, this is so basic. I feel like I'm back in kindergarten. That's the point. The point is to make this really easy. Again, I think that some of the exercises out there floating around sometimes are so complicated, nobody ever does them. Now, this house exercise I have actually used back in the days when I used to do counseling at the, um, 
I can't even remember the name of the place, but I was a, an intern counselor. It was like a, at a family services center. I used to work with at-risk youth and their families, and I would use this exercise. I've also used this exercise when I worked in the welfare to work program, helping people get off of welfare back into the workforce. So I have used this or versions of this in my life for really the last 20 something years. So um, I find that it's very powerful. This can be a really powerful exercise to start with something really easy and basic like a one dimensional house. Okay. So back into the exercise. Again, you're going to have a foundation of your house. You'll have some pillars going up and down and a roof. And you might say, well, how many pillars, Camille? I'm going to tell you in a minute. That's going to be up to you. But let me walk you through the rest of the exercise to help you answer that question. Now, the next thing you're going to do, and by the way, if you're sitting down, if you're at home or somewhere where you can grab a piece of paper and you want to draw this house, that's even more powerful because now you're connecting the part of your creative side of your brain to something that's going to be really practical as we move throughout the month. If you're driving and you can't do it, just, just picture it the best you can. And later, maybe you can go home and draw it. Now, I want you to look at the roof. And maybe the roof is kind of pointy, right? It's kind of a triangle, perhaps. I want you to think of that as the vision, okay? Because it is at the top. So what I mean by that is, if you think about a life vision, one thing you could do is you could write either a word or a phrase or even draw a little picture of what the vision is for your life. Now, that might sound big, like, wow, the vision for my life? Come on inside of a little roof. So to make this easier for you and more practical, maybe it's a word for you, like more freedom, right? That could be a vision for your life. Maybe it could be time, time with friends, time with family. Maybe it could be that you want to do something really exciting, like run away and RV full time, like I did back in 2016. So this doesn't have to be a big, scary, gnarly thing. This doesn't have to be some random like big vision for your whole life that you have to squeeze into a little roof. Just make it easy. Like, is there something that's really appealing to you in the next phase of your life? Maybe you want to retire and maybe you want to retire and do something really fun like travel. Put that in the roof. doesn't matter. Maybe you want to pick up a new hobby and it's something you've always wanted to do. Put it in the roof. It doesn't even matter. This is your model, your visual. So do with it what you want, but put something up there, okay? Again, you could even use one word like freedom or connection. Maybe you're building more relationships now and connection is really important to you. Maybe it's creativity. Perhaps you're in a phase of life where you feel like it's finally time to get creative, okay? So whatever it is, write it in the roof of your house because the roof of your house is what we're going to drive towards and how we're going to use the rest of this model. Now we're going to drop down to the foundation of the house. That's that bottom of the house. It's the horizontal line. And if you were drawing or writing, you could take the three, I guess we'll call these areas of that foundation, okay? Self, health, and wealth. Remember, those are the three parts that I mentioned a moment ago. And I, I walk around really all day going self, health, wealth. And I'm like, what am I doing today for myself? my health, and my wealth. And of course, I'll tell you what those all mean in just a moment. Now, I want you to write those down on the bottom of the foundation if you're if you're somewhere where you can write. If not, picture this. You can have self on the left side of the bar, uh, health in the middle, and wealth at the far right. Okay? So they're kind of spread out going from left to right. 
Now, I like these in the foundation of the house. I like these three areas, and let me tell you why. They fit nicely into some big themes that bubble up for us as we move through life. As we start to transition into different phases of our life, especially the second half of life, these are kind of the big things that start to come up for people. So if you're asking questions like, who am I now? Well, that's related to yourself. If you're asking questions like, how do I improve my health? Well, that's related to health, clearly. And if you're thinking about things like, do I have enough money to live on? Do I have enough money to live how I want? Do I have the finances or the income to do X, Y, Z? Well, clearly that fits into the wealth category. So this is why I picked these three things. A, because they they rhyme, honestly. (laughs) B, because they're easy to remember. And C, because they match a lot of the big questions that come up for us in life. So get that at the bottom of your house. So now you have the roof that has your big vision. You have the foundation that has these three areas, or if you want to pick your own areas, great. I wouldn't pick more than three and you'll see why. Just keep it really simple. Now we're going to hone in on those pillars. Now we're not going to do anything with the pillars yet because I really want to walk you through kind of a micro exercise to figure out what goes in each of the categories of self, health, and wealth, because this is where you can also get creative. Now for self, this is where I think about big things like my identity. You know, this is where I'm asking questions like, who am I now? Especially because, you know, I left the workforce, the traditional workforce back in 2016. By the way, I'm back in the workforce now doing a contract job. Wow, is that a trip? I'm going to save that for a whole nother episode because that feels so different now than it did six years ago. But when I first walked away from my job six years ago, I had really big identity issues like, who am I? Who am I without my I, my title at work? Who am I as I operate in the world heading into more of that, the pre-retirement age, semi-retirement age where I'm like not quite working full time, but I'm also not retired. Like who am I and who do I want to be? These are the things you think about yourself and it might help to think about how do you think about it in terms of how you interact in the world? Do you have roles in the world like mother, father, grandmother, um, sister? Maybe you are a community member, a, a church member. Um, so these are kind of your identity and how you how you operate in the world. It's harder to <laughs> harder to be clear about what goes in the self category because these are the things that are a little fuzzy. I mean, these could be things like your values and your beliefs that makes up yourself and your identity. So this one you're probably going to have to noodle on, and I would encourage you to do that after today's episode. And maybe you already are, and maybe this exercise will help you get more clear on that. So those are the things that you can brainstorm about what's going to go into your self category in just a moment. Let's talk about health. This one's a little easier because this could be things like your physical health. Uh, It could be also things like your mental health. And I think that that's really important and a topic that doesn't get addressed enough these days, especially as we start to transition into the second half of life. I have been dealing with this more. Mental health has been coming up a lot for my age group, myself personally, the people around me, my parents who are much older, they're heading into their 80s. I think mental health is a huge aspect of health that just doesn't get covered. I'll start covering that more in future episodes. But these could also be more specific things like diet and exercise. 
It could also be spiritual health, right? I mean, this is whatever you want it to be and how you define the things that go into health. This is what I know. Health can be a big topic for people at this phase of life, really any phase of life. But I think what happens is it starts to become not optional at some point, right? So that's why I think it's a really important one. And so I just gave you some ideas of more specific ways to define health. And these are things that are going to go on our pillars. Not yet, but they will. And then the last category I mentioned is wealth. And again, wealth probably seems more clear than say something like health, but let me give you some examples. Obviously it's financial, right? It, it's like how much money have you saved? How much money do you have invested? Um, are you building a wealth plan? Do you have a budget? Could be things like that, but it doesn't have to be. Wealth can also be things that just make you feel abundant in life. So I think this is also another important topic that doesn't get covered enough because people think about wealth as things like, how much money do I have in the bank? Do I have a big house? Do I have a fancy boat? Well, guess what? No, not everybody does, but that doesn't mean you're not wealthy. You could be wealthy in spirit. You could be wealthy in abundance of time. Um, you could be wealthy in your relationships. So now we're getting into a little bit of crossover, by the way, because relationships could fit also in yourself because maybe you have um, relationships where you have roles and that defines who you are. Maybe you could have relationships with your family and community that make you feel healthier right? Because relationships will make you feel healthier. But maybe those relationships also make you feel abundant and like you have wealth in your life. So I should back up and say, these categories will have overlap and that's okay. This is not a perfect science. This is really more art and creativity, right? So you need to put in any of these categories what feels good to you. So again, you'll spend some time thinking about wealth. What makes you feel wealthy? Is it money? Is it time? Is it the ability to travel whenever you feel like it? Is it the ability to spend time doing hobbies or being with your family? Whatever wealth is for you, those are the things you're going to end up putting in your pillar. Now, let me tell you what you should do with all of this information between now and the next time we have a podcast episode. It's really to think about First of all, do you want to use the categories of self, health, and wealth? If you do, it will certainly make this month be easier for you as I go through each of the episodes because I'll be referring back to these categories, but you don't have to. Again, if you want to do, if you have a model you already use, because some people do, if you want to research some other models out there, like I mentioned, the positive psychology wheel, go for it. Doesn't matter to me. Um, but if you stick with self, health, and wealth, then here's what I want you to do for the next activity between now and next week. I want you to think about what are the things that you would put on each pillar that would connect to those categories. For example, for self, I have my identity as a business owner. I really identify with that right now. And that's something that I struggle with, but I do think it's something that I want to be more intentional about. I should have told you that the whole point of this exercise is to be more intentional, right? So I have things like my identity as an entrepreneur. I also have things that I'm working on, like I really want to do more volunteerism. I really want to um, offer more to the community. And I think for me, that's going to cross over into how I think about myself as a person, but it also might spill into the health category because when I'm giving back, 
clearly I'm going to feel better about certain things and, and the ways that I'm contributing to my community, right? So that's an example of how I can start breaking down that category. And I would put on one pillar, something like business owner as an identity. And then on another pillar, I might put down volunteer. Now on a third pillar, I might put down the word caretaker because right now I can see that I'm probably going to be moving more into a caretaker role for some members of my family. Now, if you take care of members in your family, you probably can relate to that. And being a caretaker probably takes up a lot of your time in the self category, right? So again, here are some options. You can write down the ways you think about yourself now, or you could also choose ways you'd like to start thinking about yourself in the future. This is where this exercise can be really fun and more intentional because you can start thinking about, okay, this is what I am today, but that's not who I want to be forever. In fact, I want to start shifting into somebody that uh, I've never been before. Maybe it's artist, right? Maybe artist is a way you want to start working on yourself, right? Now in the health category, again, that's up to you. I have things in there like my mental health, as I mentioned. I have things in there like diet and exercise that go on a pillar. Now, now how many pillars? Because I mentioned that a moment ago. I would say no more than about three to maybe five pillars maximum. And the reason why is, remember, we want to keep this simple. That's why I like to use self, health, and wealth. Uh, and if you start you know, adding up a whole bunch of pillars, it's going to be very difficult to actually remember any of these things, okay? So maybe start with three. And then, of course, lastly, in that wealth category, again, up to you, I have things like financial independence. That goes on one of my pillars, right? Um, I have some other ones. Oh, I have another one, which is investing. This is something newer for me. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to take back control of how I invest my money. I've always kind of left it up to, um, you know, leaving it up to just having some income sit in an investment account in the stock market. I really don't do a good job of watching it. I'm not really, you know, uh, being future thinking so much. I just kind of leave it up to a financial advisor and I'm really trying to take my power back on that and learn. And so that is another way that I can reflect that on a pillar is maybe I want to I want to do more with my investments, okay? And obviously, well, maybe not obviously, let me back up and say, you want to do things like put fun, some sort of fun in here, right? So like in my wealth category, you know, it would make me feel wealthy and also it would make me feel more healthy if I got to travel more. I haven't been traveling a lot lately. And so if I were to have a pillar around travel, I could stick that maybe in the wealth category because I'm going to need the financial means to do it, right? So there you go. There's the model for today. So quick little recap. I mentioned having a house as your visual. The rooftop is going to be some big vision. You know, for example, I should say that one of my visions is to have more freedom and flexibility, and that's going to include things like more travel. That's kind of a vision I'm working with right now. And so focusing on myself, my health, and my wealth, that's the foundation for that vision. And then the pillars are how I'm going to express these things every day. Now, we're not going to do that in today's episode. I'm saving that for next week. Because next week, what we're going to do is we're going to get more specific and we're going to create a value statement for each one of these pillars because now we're going to move from the vision 
into the more practical ways of doing this on a daily basis. And then episodes after that, I'll keep taking you down the path where we'll get more and more specific. I hope you're enjoying today's episode and the rest of the month. Hope to see you back here next week. And until then, enjoy your week and have fun with this. See you very soon.